Hi, and welcome to another episode of Let's Chat with Shell Griggs. I'm your host, Shell, and today we are going to talk about what it means to really, really be toxic and um, and just really what that means, um, and we're going to get into it. Because I think a lot of us are, um, we're, we are not aware of what that means because it's overused. It's become, it used to be a word that people didn't talk about it or never used to describe, you know, a relationship that actually was toxic and now it's being overused and people think it's this cute or catchy uh, you know, word to use to describe something that's quirky about them. And toxic actually is poisonous. It's something that causes harm or damage. It's not, you know, my toxic trait is I forget to leave all the cat, you know, close all the cabinet doors unless someone is consistently coming in and getting into poison. That's not your toxic trait. Because it's not causing harm or doing damage. So your toxic trait is probably the fact that you think that topics of mental health are fun and catchy and make you relevant. And in reality, people who are actually struggling and suffering from uh, mental health issues have to face people uh, bullying and ridicule from people who don't understand what um, toxic and words like that, um, really are because they, they make these, like so many people on social media learn these new words and they just go to town with them and everybody says them and nobody actually knows what they mean. So today we're going to talk about toxic relationships and how you can actually actually avoid um, toxic relationships and being toxic yourself. One, some things are very bad for you. Some things are very harmful for you. Um, and in relationships, and, and part of it is when you're in relationship with somebody and you tell them something is hurting you or bothering you or they're aware of it and they don't stop. It's very harmful for your mental health for you to stay with someone like that. That is actually toxic, even if it's a friend. And I think that friendships can be the most toxic because it's quick. I mean, everybody around us are quick to identify um, a dating relationship that's toxic, for example. Um, One that can be abusive mentally and emotionally and that is very toxic like it's something you need to get out of we are quick to identify that that's quick boom that relationship is toxic he's emotionally abusive it's very easy to spot what's not so easy to spot is damage among friends because we call it going through we call it something else right excuse me guys excuse my voice but our um our what we call it and what we describe it as is just like, oh, we've been through a lot. Being through, going through a lot with somebody 
is not the same as them being toxic. And being toxic is not the same as going through a lot with someone. And you have to understand the difference. Someone being toxic to you is something that they're doing that is damaging to your mental health. And it can be something that other people in their relationship, because it's not damaging to either one of them, can go through. And it's not toxic because they both are not um, damaging each other. But they're both kind of growing up. And then it can get to a point where it is toxic. Um, And it it could be two completely different other people. And it is toxic. Because it is damaging to that person. It is poisonous to that person's mental health. One or the other or both. And, um, you know, I feel like... Once you meet someone who treats you right, whether it be a friend, in a a relationship, a boss, once you meet people who treat you right, it is unusual for you to like ever accept anything less. And people do, they go back to craziness because some people have created such a drama or like an atmosphere of, of drama and chaos that they love that. And so they self-sabotage so they can end back up in situations like that. We're not talking about people like that. We're talking about genuine people who really don't want to be a part of a bad cycle or a toxic cycle, if you will, um, that want to break out of that. People like that, after you treat them well, after they treat, they get good treatment, they rarely go back to anything else like I would just say that, you know, meeting someone and actually getting to know them has set the bar so high because the way they treat me and how upfront they are with everything, um, it's like him, it's in a relationship, okay? Him setting the tone and, and letting me know like what his intentions are and from the from up front so I don't have to guess and wonder like okay what's going on here what is this what's going to be happening here and just being so honest and straightforward that sets the tone for my next relationships if I have relationships after that if I don't like end up marrying him I marry someone else that automatically has already set the tone anybody who doesn't come up to that standard of at least being upfront and being treated like a healthy relationship, a mentally and emotionally healthy relationship, anything less than that, I'm not going to settle for. Because once you've, once that bar has been set, you don't want to go back. So I think first, the first step to um, kind of navigating and pushing through toxic relationships is first recognizing if it's toxic, if it is damaging to your mental health. If it is doing things to you that that make you accept behavior that is damaging because you think it's normal, that is not a good relationship to be in. And I realized that, you know, looking back, some of my relationships were very toxic. They were damaging to my mental and emotional health. And when I first started, like, conversing with this guy, I was like, this is so 
weird because I don't have to wonder like what's going on and this is totally healthy and normal and it was like it was scary and it still is scary I'm not I'm not gonna try to act like I'm you know super tough um but he just started to wear down my resistance with the healthiness of how he handled himself and I am waiting for a friendship like that. I'm waiting for like a work situation, a work environment that's so healthy that it causes, um, it literally causes you to almost fear because you're just, I'm just not used to that. I'm not used to that in a work environment. Places I've worked at have been toxic. They have been very damaging to your mental health. And some places are, are, they design, the very atmosphere is designed to make you, to cause damage to your mental health so that that job can get their desired results out of you. And at some point you have to say, is this worth it? And I remember one of my jobs was constantly hiring people who had come after me, who were lazy, who were, you know, just scamming and they would pay them more. Then when I would, uh, when I would find out and I would question them, they would try to make it uh, bad for me. So when it was time, I left that job. I was like, okay, well, oh well. And I had another job. So, you know, I think the first step is identifying that it is toxic. Now, this is a tricky one because you're going to have to get around people who are healthy because they are the barometer. Healthy people are the barometer. They they let you know where your levels are. They let you know that that's toxic because they are a litmus test. They can and what I mean by that um cuz I'm using words that are kind of scientific. What I mean by that is they they're your gauge. Just like in your car, you have a gauge that tells you if you have gas and stuff. They gauge the unhealthiness of some of our relationships. When you become friends with someone who is healthy and um, supportive, it's almost weird. It's like, oh my gosh, this person is giving the same energy that I'm giving. And I hung out with this this girl, you know, um, my one of my friends, and. Uh, it was unusual because I'm so used to like, you know, just treating my friends and, you know, I'm, it's normally just kind of one-sided and I was okay with that because that's just how I naturally am. But I went out with her and I paid for something and she paid out for something. And I'm like, whoa, I've never had a friendship like this where it's someone, it's like a give and take. Like I give and she gives and then I give and then she gives and it's like an ebb and flow. It's normal. We talk to each other when we're mad. We talk to each other when we're happy. And it's unusual because that is not what happens in a lot of friendships. Because so many people are hurt. They're damaged goods and mentally and emotionally from other people. Other people have done a number on them. They bring those type of hurts to your relationship and you, it, once you've experienced that so many times, you start to think that's normal. Like it, you think that it's normal to have a friend that treats 
who's who's supposed to be like your best friend treat you like a dog and treat other people like royalty you start to think that is normal and then when reality kicks in and you get around people who are mentally and emotionally healthy and i think god would always he will always have it that way where a person sets the tone for you on how your relationship should be and you don't settle for anything less he gives you that opportunity so that you don't have to settle and you can get nothing but the best because you deserve you deserve better you deserve somebody that's going to be mentally healthy and stable you deserve someone who's working on themselves nobody is perfect and that's the thing so to identify this it can be tricky like i said because nobody is perfect so you're going to run into people who you know they're working on themselves they have a goal they have an end goal in mind but they're not um how do I say this? They are not. What is the word? Well, perfect. They they are working on something about themselves. They're constantly um, trying to evolve and change as a as a person, and that can be and they can do some things that hurt you and trigger you into thinking that like okay this is a toxic relationship but in reality they're just growing and evolving um and you you can grow and evolve with them and there are some relationships with people where you realize that they are just unhealthy and the things that they're doing to you they're going to continue to do that because they're poisonous and i remember the story I remember this story now, and it was, I heard, I can't, y'all forgive me, because I can't remember where I heard this story, but it was about this scientist, and he went to this remote village, who, and they had a mountain, and from the mountain would spring the most beautiful, clear, crystal clear water, and it was so healthy, and it was the life source for this village, like, they, they would get their water, and they were healthy. And one, uh, for some reason, something happened and the water started getting tainted and people started to get sick and die from it. And people were leaving the village and the scientist was like, oh, I'll go up the mountain and see what it, what's wrong. So he went up the mountain and he found that there were dead rats that had died and had fell along the stream at the top like at the top of this mountain right where where their water source was um, where it was where their main source was and so because of that all the toxic all the toxins and poisons and diseases they carried were flowing downstream to the river where the people were drinking and getting sick and the lesson there is that sometimes they're there are people who are tainted at the source and that means that in their heart they're just like that 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 mountain when the with those dead mice or those dead rats in there where they the diseases that they carry is flowing down to you and it's making you bitter and it's making you sick and it's causing you problems in reality they're the source they're the toxic source like they are the reason why all these things 
are getting into your spirit and your soul. And I am very naturally like an easygoing person. Like I'm very happy naturally. Um, it, it takes work to really, really get me upset. Like you have to put some some work into it. And I'm not saying that it's impossible because some of some, you know, I tried it. <laughs> but when I, if I ever do get mad, it's, it's a very rare occasion. And I spent time around this one person, a lot of time around this one person, day in, day out, breaking bread with this person. This person became very negative or it's it's not like they became very negative because when I really thought about it, they were very negative for a long time and it took me separating from them for me to realize that. And when I told them about it, they did all of this stuff to hurt my feelings. They did all this stuff to try to, you know, get at me. And I was just like, okay, well, you want that situation to be over? Let's, let's end it. Because it's toxic anyways. Like this is, you know, you're tainting my well of happiness with your bitterness. And it's poisoning me and it's carrying this these mental health issues with it that it shouldn't and when they remove those toxins when they remove those dead rats that were you know that had died at the top of the source of the mountain the the water healed and the people healed and they came back and the village began to flourish sometimes you have to clear people out like that if they are tainting you and they are becoming their negativity is becoming your uh, it's affecting you in that way they're probably a toxic source. Now, two, the part two of this is that you may be the toxic one. Because I don't believe that everybody that's saying that they want to be free of toxic people. Like, you have to think about it. Because people say that all the time. I want to get rid of those the who are toxic in my life who don't, who don't mean me any good and all this stuff. But they might actually be the source. They might actually be the toxic one. And I think that majority of us, while we were growing, we went through a situation where we behaved in a way that was unhealthy. I don't even think you can call that toxic. I think toxic is doing problematic things and not really. So I think the part about toxic behavior is that the person who's doing it doesn't really want to change. They're just doing it because they're continuing in that because they're, they've identified so heavily with being the way that they are that they don't want to change. And I've seen that, unfortunately, I've seen that a lot where people just refuse to grow and to grow up. And so you have people who um, even family members, friends, co-workers who want to be the exact same person who's okay with being the exact same person, never changing, never evolving, never learning from the things they do, but keep putting themselves in toxic cycles. And it's like they go through at one job, they leave that job to get another job, they get that other job and they're happy about it and they're posting on it, posting it on Facebook, I got the job, all this stuff. Then next thing you know, two, it's like two months later. 
whatever their cycle is of doing this where they become so toxic in that environment they have to leave and they have to start all over and they create these vicious feedback loops that are just going over and over again over the same thing the same issue that they they claim they want to escape they may be toxic if you're doing that you may be toxic and you might be part of the problem with yourself and it's okay if that's you right now but it's not okay if you stay that way that's part of what being toxic is about is staying that way is staying um in a way that that leaves you unhealthy and quite frankly it's not right it's not right it's not right to stay that way it's okay to be have found yourself being toxic it's not okay to stay that way though and once you've learned and when you know what's better you know what's good for you then you do better but until then you're not going to do better you can keep on doing the same oh crap and one thing i found out when even when like um you know dealing with new relationships i always watch how i am in the beginning and if i can't be that way consistently throughout the whole relationship i noticed that i'm i know that i'm I started something that's pretty darn toxic, and that is to get people to believe that you're you're this one way, right? So you're always like being friendly and doing that kind of thing, and then you're you know constantly, oh that's okay, you know make you you make uh, room for their faults, and oh you need to cancel all this stuff, like you're just so sweet to that person. Um, but that's not really who you are. You, you, you normally would check them or call them out. I've learned to start doing that from the beginning. And if a person wants to deal with me, they'll deal with me. And if not, then they're not going to deal with me. And that way, you never have to change in your relationship because you're just who you are from the beginning. So I don't. I learned not to be someone else to attract friendships because that's toxic as well. Um, so that that's just an example of how you can be toxic, how you can do some things like, oh, at first, you know, we were friends and, you know, you were doing all these things. You were buying me cookies, showing up, you know, all this stuff. Or at first we just started dating and you were pulling out my chair and opening my door or, you know, first started working here. You were showing up on time. You know what I mean? Come on, somebody. Taking pictures of your uniform and your badge, talking about how you just love your your job, workflow. And then when it gets hard or it gets to a point where it's no longer convenient, then you walk away from that job, you walk away from that relationship, you walk away from that friendship because you built that relationship on a lie. You built it on this idea of what you thought it would be like. Or you, you built it on the good things. Um, so what, what I'm getting at here is that as a living thing, you should be evolving. Anything living should be growing. One thing I noticed, because in our ministry, we have like these fake plants. Every time I come in, I see these fake plants and they're never grown. They're always the same, same old spots on them in the same place, you know, and they're they're made to look real. So they have like these green spots and 
those green spots never change and if they did i would be problem it would be problematic like i would have a problem with that if that fake tree ever grew i would be like oh that's that's totally weird but as living things as things that actually have the breath of life in them as people we have to evolve if not if we don't change if we don't grow if we we're the exact same person that we were 20 years ago then that's a sign beloved that you're not doing things right and I gotta just be really up frank you should be growing you should not it's not a compliment for somebody saying man you you've been the same for 30 years like if you've been the same for 30 years if you truly and Maybe they don't mean it literally. Maybe they mean you're a consistent person. But that's the problem with using words like that. That's the problem with misusing words as well as that you you get this. It's communicating the wrong thing. You should have changed in 30 years. You should have evolved every single year. (laughs) Like every year you shouldn't be the same because you have 365 maybe 66 depending on the if it's a leap year you should be able to say you've evolved you should not be the same person that you were 30 years ago 20 years ago 10 years ago dog on it last year you, there should have been something identifiable to least to you because it's not going to always be outward. Sometimes growth can be inward, but it's going to be at least evident to you that you have changed. If not, then you are definitely very stagnant and you're probably becoming problematic as far as mental health goes. You probably become toxic um, because if I see a plant and it doesn't grow for a year, it's going to be dead. It's going to be dead. It's either dead, something happened to it and it's dying from the inside out, or it's it's going to be toxic. That, Like if you go to that soil, it will actually give you, if you were to, because soil can be measured on the health of it based off of the nutrient content and if you look at that plant soil and it hasn't grown for a year if it hasn't it's not dying then that tox the toxicity levels of that uh plant is high so every good thing that's coming in and every good macronutrient that's coming in or micronutrient that's coming in that plant is is taking it in but also there's something else poisonous in the soil that's keeping it from growing And that's kind of what it's like. And I hate to be so scientific, but I can explain it on a scientific level and then on a regular level. So if you are not growing, it's definitely probably your environment. No one's causing you. No one's challenging. No one's kicking your butt and saying, look, you are like this and this is what's going on. And once they point that out to you, it motivates you. Someone who really actually cares about you. You need them in your life because if you surround yourself by people who believe like you, you'll become toxic too. And then you'll be that person that's adamantly defending some crazy stuff 
because you never grown past your mentality that you had in high school because your friends have been the exact same people they were in high school and you've surrounded yourself with this toxic soil and you're not growing you're not blooming where you're planted you're just stagnant so my message to you guys is that for one we overuse the word toxic and we don't really use it properly and so that starts to damage our mental health as well because we're we call everything toxic someone could literally tell you hey you know if you do this then you're gonna get fired because you come in late so many times and you be like oh my job is just such a toxic environment no it's the fact that you are not doing what you're supposed to do and now your job is gonna fire you because you're you're not acting according to what you contracted with them to do and then there are people who okay they may not, um, like, let's say in relationships, you know, your boyfriend, your husband, your fiance tells you something, and you don't want to hear it. And so you just write them off as toxic and you go flirt with another man. You're toxic. You're bad for that person's mental health. And you not only, you know, you're not only Uh, doing that to them but you're doing that to yourself because you're tricking your brain and this funny it's so psychology is so weird and interesting at the same time because you can trick your brain for so long that you actually start to believe that it's not you it's them and I saw this post and I was like oh lord here we go because it said you're not toxic they're toxic and I was like well what if you are toxic And this type of programming and messaging is encouraging you to stay that way because you're, it's telling you that there's nothing wrong with you. You got to be careful of your echo chamber. You got to be careful of the type of pack you run with because some people are not going to tell you that you're toxic. Some people don't even know how to recognize the signs that someone's toxic. And that's why I believe that your mental health is your business. It is your business to make sure that you are healthy. It is not anybody else's responsibility to make sure that you are mentally healthy. That's on you, boo. So our time is up already, but thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm sorry about my voice, but yeah, until next time, let's chat.